Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Tucker Carlson exposing UFO deaths. That's correct. Tucker Carlson exposing UFO deaths in military personnel. Now, this is something we've talked about extensively on the program. This article first came out, to my knowledge, back in December of 2021. It appeared in the New York Post. It uh, interviews this Dr. Gary Nolan out at Stanford University. This guy's got all kinds of patents. He's he is a certified genius, and he talks about these uh, studies that he ran showing um, the really negative effects and sometimes resulting in the deaths of people who had had contact with UFOs and UFO uh, metamaterial. Now, this article looks to me like it's trying to ignore all that, and, and I'll point out some of, the, uh, some of the negativity, I guess you could say, as we go through this. The title of this article is Tucker Carlson Shares Bizarre Tale of Troops Dying from UFO Encounters, written by Sarah Sicard. Notice the word bizarre. That's one of your buzzwords they like to use uh, when they try to pre-bunk this stuff. It says, during an appearance on the Full Sin podcast, Fox News, Tucker Carlson recalled a recent discussion with a Stanford professor. Listen, it's not just a random professor. This is Gary Nolan. This guy's invented all kinds of lab equipment. He, we'll go through the article from New York Post, but this guy, when I say certified genius, I'm not kidding. Stanford professor Gary Nolan, who 11 years ago was allegedly tasked by the Defense Department to investigate numerous cases of troops dying due to UFO-inflicted brain injuries. Allegedly, this guy's got the receipts. I'm sorry, Sarah. The polarizing host, polarizing. There's more pre-bunking, trying to set the stage so that you don't believe uh, Tucker Carlson. They're trying to deperson him here. The polarizing host of the Tucker Carlson Tonight shared that his source, that's Professor Gary Nolan, it's not a secret, who claimed to have expertise in traumatic brain injury, studied the brains of more than 100 troops who died following such encounters. These studies are funded by the government. They have to keep records. Rest assured, this guy's got the receipts, as I said. The professor also told Carlson that there are dozens of open court cases that support his claims. Shouldn't be hard to prove. In a number of cases, these things have landed on military bases. Servicemen have approached them, and they get traumatic brain injury, or they get killed, Carlson said on the podcast. I'm like, why isn't this on the front page of the New York Times? I don't know. Well, because they don't want you to know. The U.S. military, meanwhile, is having no part of this particular UFO discussion. That story is false, Susan Gao. Remember, Susan Gao is an expert, or Goff, or whatever, however you pronounce her name. Her name's spelled G-O-U-G-H. We've talked about her many times on this podcast. She is an expert in communication. Expert. You can look up her book. You can look up her credentials. Expert. A Defense Department spokesperson told, she's not just a Defense Department spokesperson, okay? She's a point person on this whole thing. And they've never, ever been able to trip her up one time that I've been able to find. Told Military Times, the Pentagon declined to comment further. UFOs have become a hot-button topic among military officials in recent months. 
In fact, last week, the head of the Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Research Office drafted a report suggesting alien vessels could indeed be sending out search probes throughout our solar system. That's called a limited hangout. They're preparing you for something. Artificial interstellar object, an artificial interstellar object could potentially be a parent craft that releases many small probes during its close passage to Earth, an operational construct not too dissimilar from NASA missions, Sean Kirkpatrick wrote in the report, co-authored by Abraham Loeb, chairman of Harvard University's astronomy department. They're bringing out the big games. They're creating a limited hangout. It says, named physical constraints on unidentified aerial phenomena. The research paper was published after weeks of heightened reporting on unidentified aerial phenomena after a Chinese spy balloon traversed U.S. Air Force Base. Uh, Air, U.S. airspace. Notice how they don't even mention the UFOs shot down over uh, Lake Huron and the Yukon or uh, in northern Alaska near the Arctic Sea there. Take a look at this uh, second article reporting uh, the same basic thing basically before we get into a couple of other things. This article comes to us from the dailywire.com written by Brandon Dre dated March 16th, 2023. It says, Stanford medical professor tasked with investigating UFO-inflicted brain injuries that killed over 100 troops, Tucker Carlson says. And we're going to go back to this article in the New York Post here in a minute. And, and you can see how they're trying to, to create this parallel narrative. When they first released the story of the New York Post back, you know, what, a year and a half ago, whatever, uh, it wasn't nothing about Tucker Carlson says. They just went and interviewed the guy. He showed them the studies, explained it to them. They had a long conversation about it. And then, remember, he pointed out to them that when he started to see uh, similarities and correlations between the injuries that these people had received from these UFO encounters and injuries people had received at these different embassies that they had dubbed the Havana Syndrome, that's when they shut down his study. Okay, That's when he was just cut out of the loop. Very strange. Now, this article begins, it says, In a now viral podcast interview with Fox News host Tucker Carlson, the primetime news anchor said a Stanford professor, remember Dr. Gary Nolan, told him that federal officials tasked the educator with investigating several cases of troops dying from traumatic brain injuries caused by UFOs. Carlson shared the story during a Full Sin podcast interview last week where he claimed an unidentified tenured Stanford medical professor. I don't know why they're not going ahead and print this guy's name, but we're going to, we're going to show you. I'm going to post links, by the way, to all these articles on the Buy Me A Coffee website. You can go over there and check it out. If you follow me on Twitter, you can link to it from there. Otherwise, you can go to the Anchor or Spotify uh, page where my, where my uh, uh, podcast is listed at, and I got a link there to the Buy Me A Coffee site. It's convenient because I can just put the links to the show right there, and you can go look this up, stuff up for yourself. Carlson shared the story during a Full Send podcast interview last week where he claimed an unidentified tenured Stanford medical professor who specializes in traumatic brain injuries reached out to his team requesting to appear on the Fox News show to talk about a decade-old conversation between him and the U.S. government. He's like, 11 years ago, the U.S. government reached out to me because I'm an expert on head injuries, on brain injuries, traumatic brain injuries, as a physician, Carlson said. And they had all these court cases from families of U.S. servicemen, over 100, who had been killed by UFOs, and the Department of Defense was refusing to give them death benefits or medical benefits. Remember, this is exactly what, what we read in this article from the New York Post. According to Carlson, the, the anonymous source 
said he was an expert researcher and witnesses who claimed nuclear energy appears to attract UFOs in such cases. For example, UFOs appear to be attracted for whatever reason to nuclear energy, Carlson said. So at nuclear missile bases in the upper Midwest, for example, nuclear-powered aircraft carriers, nuclear-powered submarines are all getting buzzed by these objects, including underwater. Just like a honeybee or is attracted to sugar, you know. We see this, we, we just talked about this in, in yesterday's podcast with the uh, UFOs that were uh, buzzing around Wyoming. We've talked about it with, their, with the UFOs that were buzzing around the aircraft carriers and the underwater UFOs that seem to be in the vicinity of submarines. It says, in a number of cases, these things have landed on military bases. Servicemen have approached them and they approach and they get a traumatic brain injury, brain damage, or they're killed, Carlson said. Carlson said there are dozens of open court cases that support the claim. It goes on, it says, Defense Department spokesman, spokesperson Susan Gow told Military Times, the story is false. Yeah. Well, where's the evidence that it's false? Carlson, however, told the podcast host that if he ever encountered such objects or extraterrestrial life, he would interview the unknown from a distance. I'd be super respectful, he said, adding, whatever's coming off these machines is very bad for the human body. Yes, Tucker, that is correct. UFO headlines have been circulating throughout the news media over the last few months after the U.S. officials shot down four objects over North America this month, including a Chinese spy balloon off the coast of South Carolina and three similar objects in Alaska, Michigan, and Michigan and Canada. That is not correct. That is absolutely not correct. It's almost borders on just being a plain lie. The, the, the things that were shot down in Alaska, Michigan, and Canada were clearly not spy balloons. They were described as cylindrical. They were described as, uh, as a, like a rectangular, rectangular type of shape, size of a car. Uh, no uh, strings or wires hanging down from below them like a like a typical balloon would have. You know, this balloon, it's it's like a 200 to 250 foot tall object with this gondola or basket hanging below it. A balloon does not look like a car-sized cylinder. Now, I want to finish up with this article and just point out a couple of things briefly. It says, following the response from federal officials, top Biden administration officials briefed senators on both sides of the aisle about the flying objects, which left lawmakers with more questions than answers, while demanding the government should disclose what was said during the classified meeting. Of course, we saw the senators come out of that meeting, um, Senator Kennedy, Senator Rubio, and others. Obviously, they had been told things that they couldn't repeat. That's what they like to do. They like to, I think it's just a form of intimidation from the deep state. They, they, they give these senators some of the truth, enough to just scare the living daylights out of them, and then maybe keep them in line. I don't know. We know that Kennedy said something about keeping your doors shut at night. Maybe we need to open some doors. The article continues. It says, Pentagon officials said in a draft document last week that a dominant artificial interstellar object could be releasing many small probes toward Earth. Notice the verbiage. Dominant artificial interstellar object. So dominant. It's a threat. It's coming at you. It's artificial. We don't know what it is. It's not an asteroid. I think they're talking about that. Um, I'm sorry, but the name escapes me right now. That asteroid that came through a couple years ago that they first observed in Hawaii. And they've said now, well, that could have been because of the path that it had taken. You know, it's the first interstellar object. Maybe this thing is... Uh, 
from another solar system, you know, another galaxy or whatever. It could be some sort of some sort of um, alien ship. Who knows? Maybe they're just creating a uh, limited hangout here, putting that thought out there so that if they have to come forward and uh, release some more truth later, or if they're challenged enough that they will have prepared people somewhat. They're working all these psyops on us all the time. The article concludes, it says, these dandelion seeds could be separated from the parent craft by tidal gravitational force of the sun or by a maneuvering capability, the report read. Yeah, dandelion seeds. And what are dandelions? Weeds. Look, what I see going on here, besides this parallel narrative where they're just trying to uh, use different, different uh, intellectual paths they're creating cognitive dissonance so that people don't know what to believe. And they, when they can create this confusion, people are much more susceptible uh, to being influenced. They're much more susceptible to being controlled. It's kind of how hypnotism works. You know, you uh, swing the pendulum in front of somebody, you talk to somebody in a soothing voice, you count down to them, and then you change the tone. It creates cognitive dissonance in the mind. And once that cognitive dissonance is created, that little bit of a shock, say, where people are confused, they're open to suggestion, just as a hypnotist works. You can suggest all kinds of stuff to people. Now, this is what's going on here, I believe. They're creating just enough confusion in the narratives so that at any given point, they can suggest to us what they want us to believe. And I think we have to keep in mind that what they want us to believe might not always be What's best for us to believe? Now, I want to finish up here with the, the, our original source material that I've covered. I've been covering on this podcast for quite some time. And this comes from the NewYorkPost.com. The article is written by Daniel Sanone, The Sun. Now, I'm not going to read the whole article. This is a really long article. It gets into uh, some pretty um, some some pretty heavy stuff, you know. But just as a as a overview of it. Uh, we'll take a quick look at it. This is a look inside people's brains who say they've had a UFO encounter. And then it says, a professor has been testing the, the brains of people who say they've experienced a UFO encounter. And these are the symptoms they display. Dr. Gary Nolan, okay, remember we've been talking earlier about the unknown source of Tucker. If this isn't the guy, I don't know who is. Dr. Gary Nolan, a professor of pathology at Stanford University, who has published more than 300 research articles and holds 40 U.S. patents, has spent the last decade analyzing materials from alleged unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, what we call UFOs. So this guy, as I said, certified genius, holds 40 patents, yet the debunkers who hold zero pat patents want to come out and criticize this man. He says, speaking to Vice's motherboard, Nolan opened up about his work and revealed what sparked his interest in UAP. Nolan, who admitted to being an avid reader of science fiction, does that make him a conspiracy theorist? Does that make him a nut? I don't think so. 300 research papers, 40 U.S. patents. Nolan, who admitted to being an avid reader of science fiction, said his interest took flight when he reached out to a man named Stephen Greer, who claimed a small skeleton was possibly an alien. Many of you will remember the whole situation with Stephen Greer had come into possession of this little tiny skeleton down there from South America, and they thought it might be uh, an alien had this elongated head, 
I think it was missing a rib. Very strange looking. It looked like something out of an alien movie. And this gentleman helped him test uh, the genes. And I think it either came up inconclusive or they said that it was basically a, uh, a, a malformed human fetus. It says, it was eventually revealed that the skeleton was human. Okay, there you go. As it had a number of mutations and skeletal genes that could potentially explain the biology, Nolan explained. Still, seems a little strange to me, and you can look that up. Maybe we'll cover it again sometime. But that thing did look very odd. Nolan published a paper titled, Whole Genome Sequencing of Atacama Skeleton Shows Novel Mutations Linked with Dysplasia which led the professor to be, contracted, to be contacted by people linked to the CIA and various aeronautics corporations. So the whole time that they're saying that Stephen Greer is a quack and that this thing is a fake, they've got their eyes on the ball, okay? The deep state, the deep state corporations, I think they're basically the same thing. They've got their eye on the ball. They see this guy, he was able to genetically sequence this a uh, little tiny skeleton, and they're like, you know what? We could use somebody who has the equipment to do that. And says his involvement with UAP began after he was asked to use blood analysis instrumentation to help with cases of pilots who were close to alleged UAPs and, and horrible brain damage. Now, what was Tucker talking about? People approaching these UFOs and ending up with terrible physical injuries and brain damage. He talks about how this brain damage appears to be like a white blob in the brain. He says, when asked if he could describe the more abnormal effects on the brains observed with MRIs, Nolan said, if you've looked at an MRI of somebody with multiple sclerosis, there's something called white matter disease. It's scarring. Talks about that a little bit. And then goes on and also talks about the phenomena. Some of the people that had... Uh, contact with these things had overconnection of neurons. We don't know for sure if that's happened through the encounter or if that was something that was just genetically there previously. Very strange. It goes on and says uh, down the article a little bit, I don't want to read the whole thing because we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it says uh, meanwhile a jaw-dropping NASA report says the organization is not close to the possibility of extraterrestrial life existing. Well of course not. They've had these things landing on the White House lawn so they need to research them and find out what's going on. Now, you can go back and look at the New York Post. You can also go back to the original article in Vice. There's a lot been written on this about Dr. Gary Nolan and Stanford, how they had this huge study done with these people. Over 100 of them ended up dying from their injuries, just like Tucker said. Okay? It's not a conspiracy theory. This guy has the receipts. We know what happened. Okay? We have, we have the, the eyewitness accounts of these people coming in contact with these UFOs, and we have the scientific evidence of the injuries that were sustained after they came in contact with them. So I would suggest be on the lookout for the story to keep popping up. Like I said, I'll put the links up on Buy Me a Coffee site. It's, it's a fascinating story, and it never ceases to amaze me how these things sometimes percolate up, you know. The, this, this, like this article here that from New York Post, been around since December 2021, and a lot of their information came from um, the Vice Motherboard uh, article, which you, there's a link to it in there, which is even more detailed. So it's not even a secret. It's like right there, hidden in plain sight. And then Tucker, who is now a well-known uh, news person, 
and in spite of his conservative or libertarian tendencies, uh, very much is interested in the whole UFO phenomenon. Now, he, he comes out and begins to talk about this Dr. Gary Nolan, but he doesn't reveal his name. He just says, unnamed source. Well, it's not hard to figure out who it is. The numbers that Tucker's using all match up with the numbers in the article. The profile of the professor that he uses matches up with Dr. Gary Nolan. It's got to be the same guy. And so we have to wonder, are they leaking this out to us uh, in order to have that information there at some point down the road for the whatever next narrative coming out, is coming out? Or has this thing just gotten to be so big and has it gotten to be such a problem that they can't not talk about it? I guess time will tell. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.